Ooh, say that again one more time. A man. wealthy woman is a free woman. Yes. And so that's yes. where wealth comes from when we can be free in who we are and just allowing God to be our Father, to have that provision and protect us as his daughters. Hello and welcome to Created to Give, where we uncover who we were created to be with money. I'm your host, Trisha Daniel, and this show is intended to dive deeper into God's Word, help us discover our God-given purpose, and help us identify God's design to manage and multiply our seed so we could help others in need. If you've ever felt lost, stressed, or anxious about handling money, then this show is definitely for you. So sit back, relax, and welcome to Created to Give. And welcome to this episode where I have a very special, beautiful guest, Latoya Matthews. How are you doing, lady? I am doing good, Trisha. How are you? Doing very well. I am super excited that we were able to connect Mm -hmm. and be able to talk about something that you were created to give out into the world and you were created to do. So introduce yourself a little bit and let's get to know you. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. It's such an honor to be here. And I'm just so glad for the divine connection, not just a connection, but a divine connection. And so I am the Latoya Matthews. I am originally from Mississippi, a Delta girl, born and raised in the country. And now I am a Georgia peach. I've been here for about 17 years. My husband We're married 17 years and we have a 16 year old daughter and I also have a 21 year old bonus son who still lives in Mississippi with his mom. I'm a freedom coach. And one thing that I love is just seeing women free and knowing that this is what God has called me to do. And just knowing that if I don't show God's love to women, then who will, especially those women who've experienced abortion and We need that compassion. We need that love, even if you are given that truth in love. And so it's just been a journey and I'm so excited about where God has me. And I'm finally embracing this role because it was like, well, God, who's out here talking about abortion like that? And it was, I didn't see anybody else doing it. And so I didn't fully embrace it because it wasn't sexy. It wasn't the the popular thing that everyone is doing. And so, and just to preface trigger warning, there may be some things talked about here that may trigger some women. So I want to give um, that trigger warning. Yeah, I appreciate that because that is one thing too. And so for listeners, are like, wait a second, wait, what's this episode about? But it's super important because so many women mm-hmm. shame. They can't uncover who they were created to be because they have allowed the shame in past mistakes, in past decisions, in past things that have happened in their life, whether they had control over it or not control over it, they've allowed that to cover up that seed, that assignment that God gave them, who they were created to be. Because again, in this podcast, we talk about, you know, scripture and who we're created to be with money Mm -hmm. assignment that we were given, but things, things like traumatic things that have happened in our lives that the shame has covered up and that we're not supposed to talk about. So if you're listening to this episode, whether you have had an abortion, whether you know somebody in your life, this episode is allowing you to take something big, Mm -hmm. big, 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 whether it's in your life or in another, in someone else's life close to you and be able to gain that understanding and be able to uncover again that shame 
that place in your life of who you're created to be, because that's why I, I love this conversation, LaToya, because it's going to set women free. I love that you said freedom coach. I absolutely about jumped out. I was like, <laughs> oh, I wrote that down. Freedom coach, because that's what this yes, is. Yes. Being able to be free, to be able to talk about it, because your voice, your upcoming book, which we'll talk about in a second, is going to set women free because we can't allow those things to be able to hold us back. We are meant to share our stories. Yes. And I just want to encourage them to listen with open hearts because even though you may not have had a physical abortion, you've had things in your life that have tried to abort your destiny and your future, whether it be a divorce, whether it be addiction, whether it be, you know, another traumatic event. We've had things in our lives that have tried to abort what God has for us. So I just want you to listen with an open heart because though you may not have had a physical one, you've had spiritual things that have tried to abort where God is taking you. That is so powerful. That is so powerful because it's true. Mm -hmm. As a woman who's been through divorce, you know, started over twice, I understand that that did, mm -hmm. that literally abort. I mean, it basically was trying to shed yes. off, to dismiss, to dispose who I was created yes. to be. And so many women out there allows those things in their life to just to hold them captive because yes. they feel like they're not worthy anymore. Yes. Yes. And so that's what we want to do through this episode. Um, because second Corinthians three, it talks about in 12 through 18, how there's a veil that covers us. And we want that veil to be removed because that veil is, is what keeps intimacy uh, keeps, keeps us from intimacy with God is what keeps us behind the wall. And so, and I forgot what scripture was, um, I think it's 16 or 17, but it talks about the only way the veil can be removed is when we come to Jesus Christ. And verse 12 says, let us come boldly. And so even though we have that shame, we can still come boldly to the throne and know that Jesus is the one, only one that can remove the veil. So today we're doing an unveiling. We're removing the veil so that we can move closer to God. I love that, especially that word bold. Yeah. That bold, because as women, we're not we're not taught bold. to be bold. We're taught to be quiet mm -hmm. and polite and very sweet, well mannered. Bold is usually sometimes seen as um, disruptive, and it can be come across as you know not ladylike. But mm -hmm. no, it's standing in who God yeah. created us to be. It's using our beautiful, powerful yeah. voices and empowering other women with our voices. So yes, I want to completely like pull back that veil, be able to share God and, and what Jesus has done in yes. our lives with other women. So tell us a little about how you came to write this book that I cannot wait. Uh, if you have pre-orders, we're going to drop the pre-orders in the show notes, but being able to be released here in 2024. So share a little about how you came to be able to finally break free and share your voice and write. Yes. So the book is called Unveiled Freedom. And I I got here because at the age of 18, I I found myself being in the clinic, still being naive about some of the things that I was doing um, and being told that I was pregnant. And I had told myself there was some factors that were coming into consideration where I was just like, I don't know if I can have this kid. I'm going off to college. I have scholarships and me and my mom doesn't even have 
a great relationship. We don't even have a great relationship. And so I didn't even know what abortion was. So I don't even know where it came from, but I knew that it sounded like a good idea at the time. And so I scheduled the appointment and I went and it was almost kind of like the walk of shame. And I remember after having my procedure, I went school shopping and it was almost as if to kind of take my mind off of what had just taken place. But at the end of the day, when all the business had settled and I made it back home, I just crashed and I was just like, God, what did I just do? And I cried. And for about 10 years, I prayed one simple prayer. God, please forgive me for what I have done. And it took me through hell. It took me to places that I never want to revisit. There were suicidal thoughts. There were times when I I just, you know, I didn't want to be here. And it was it wasn't until I started reading Lisa Bevere's book called The True Measure of a Woman. And there were two questions in that book. And the first question was, What is it that you have in your closet that you need to clean out? And I knew that that was God telling me that it was time to clean out abortion, right? Because you know, as women, we have so many things in our closets that are just sitting there that we need to depart with, but we still try to hold on to them. And that doesn't just apply to physical garments. That applies to things that have happened in our lives. And I knew that God was telling me that it's time to clean it out. And the second question was, what is it of value that you have to offer to someone else? And I broke down crying because I had let the enemy tell me that I had no purpose here, that I had nothing of value to give to someone else. And so I cried and I said, God, why would you make me without purpose? Why am I even here if there's nothing for me? And so I went back to my pastor because we had to share what we had written down, but I didn't want to share because I was just like, I'm not ready to tell this part of my story. And unbeknownst to my pastor at the time, she didn't know that I had had this pain in my stomach as a, as a reminder of what I had done. And so I told her what I did. And her response was, well, sweetie, God forgave you the very first time that you prayed. And when she said that, It was like the gift of forgiveness that I didn't know I needed. And I haven't had that pain in my stomach anymore. And so in 2018, that still small voice started to speak to me to tell my story. And I was like, nope, not doing it. I don't want to do this because who else is talking about? Like, who's telling their story? I had never heard of anybody tell their story outside of watching Sherry from October Baby. And she had told her story on this Christian show. And I was like, I don't, I don't want to do that. I don't want to be judged. I don't want to be ridiculed. I don't, I don't want these things. But as I started to blog more, I was doing blogging at the time because that's what I was doing instead of trying to tell my story because this was the easy way, you know, to try to do this. But the voice just kept getting louder and it got uncomfortable for me. So in 2019, I stood in front of a group of women at the Confidence Activated with Rachel Luna, and I told my story. And I ran out of that place so fast because it was like, you're this introvert. So what did you just do? What just happened? 
But the amount of support from women that came up after and said, thank you for being brave. And I too have had an abortion. Like, thank you for speaking out on that. And women asked me to pray for them because they thought that they couldn't have children. They thought that having not having children was a punishment that God was punishing them for having an abortion. So I had a chance to really pray with women, and but it confirmed and affirmed me at the same time that, okay, it's time for me to tell my story. And I knew that a book was in me, but I still wasn't like ready, you know, to do that. And I know that God's timing is perfect because I have allowed myself to heal in this area And in 2020, I signed up for Patrice Washington's Command the Stage. So I did Command the Stage. And women out of nowhere, I started sharing my story on platforms and women started reaching out to me and was like, can you help me? And I'm like, I asked Patrice, I'm like, well, how am I supposed to do that? She was like, well, you create something. The very thing that has helped you get here, this is what you help them do too. And so one, I, I created a, a program called the Free Woman Program, and it's like an eight-week program that I take women through, and we go through the five pillars of freedom. And after every session, I ask the women for feedback, and the one common theme was free and freedom. Like, this is what they felt after working with me. And 2023, I finally decided to take the leap and write the book and finally put it put pen to paper and finally tell my story the way God wants me to tell it. And through Unveiled Freedom, I give the raw, transparent, honest accounts of everything and how even trying to buy my identity and how I ended up with $20,000 in credit card debt because of not knowing who I was and trying to buy that. And it was always, I saw myself in someone else instead of accepting and loving who I was, even in being a mess, even with the insecurities that I have. And so everything was bright and shiny and I was always chasing that. But I found out that a wealthy woman is a free woman. Oh, say that again. One more time. A wealthy woman is a free woman. And so- That's where wealth comes from, when we can be free in who we are and just allowing God to be our father, to have that provision, make provision and protect us as his as his daughters. And now I didn't really have a relationship with my dad, but getting to know God, I can now say that I'm a daddy's girl. I wasn't able to say that with my earthly father, but I can say that now that I'm a daddy's girl and daddy, our father is going to take care of me. And so this is how I got to unveil freedom. And that word unveiled is just like presenting something new that no one has ever seen before. And it's like what I've shown you has been this person who I wanted you to see because I didn't want the judgment and I didn't want anyone to know who I was. So I painted this picture of who I was. But now this version is uncovered. It's it's free. It's without shame is without guilt and regret. I have absolute just chills everywhere because I mean, that's the so truth. You have unveiled the listeners just right now. You have completely released them pulling back, you know, that curtain mm-hmm. on everything they've allowed them covering up who they were created to be their voices. They've same thing chasing after 
who they think the world is supposed to be, mm -hmm. who they can seem all pretty behind their mask. They stay hidden behind that veil. And I, I have so much. <laughs> First of all, of course, I about jumped out when you said Rachel Luna again. Dear friend, obviously, of both of mm -hmm. ours, but being able to get up, take that microphone mm -hmm. and share your story. I could already see you there at Confidence, oh, Confidence Activated. <laughs> uh, I was at her very last one that she held. But being able to hold that microphone and after you say it, because I know I can see you, just absolutely nerve wracking. Yeah. But once you share it, the power mm -hmm. of other women coming up and saying Thank right. you. Thank you. You just set me free mm -hmm. because I, I actually filmed something just a couple of days ago of my mother that she was in a Bible study full of women. You know, we all yeah. sit there with our veils on. We're all perfect. And finally, she broke down and shared her mm -hmm. story. And it set other women in the Bible study yes. free that allow them to be connected for the next 20 years to really be true and real and share their stories. So I love that you were able to do that for all those women in the room. Because this is the thing, yeah. shame wants to keep you silent, right? And shame keeps secrets. And I wrote this in my book that shame keeps secrets and mm -hmm. secrets cause stress and stress cause sickness. And so many of us are not just physically sick, but spiritually sick because we're holding on to that shame. And if shame can keep us in silence, can keep us in shackles, then that's exactly where the enemy wants us. But speaking yeah. is what breaks the shame. Yes. And like you said, that physical, that physical illness mm -hmm. in your stomach for all those years yeah. thinking was because that was something you deserved. Mm -hmm. And those other women that you set free, they thought again, like, this is my punishment. I'm able to have kids mm -hmm. because of what I done. And you just are testimony to the power, a, a topic that women are like, oh my gosh, I can't, I can't talk yeah. about that. No, share your mm -hmm. story. God is going to reveal his glory to so many women by you sharing your story. So I... I love that. And I'm also a graduate of Commando Stage with Patrice Washington. Yay. Yeah, because it was one of those things. I love it because she obviously set us mm -hmm. both free and being to talk yeah. about it. And with other women and being able to really be like, hey, I know that you were supposed to share this. But in a way that does set people free, mm -hmm. that does us allow us to take the mic with confidence and knowing mm -hmm. that our voices were on purpose for a bigger yes. purpose. And, oh, my gosh, I love that. But she called me out one day because I wasn't. You know, we, have, you know, we, have we call her power. Chief Edge Snatchers. For those exactly. of you all listening, she is called Chief Edge Snatcher because she, she will. will. She, she will, will snatch call your edges. you out. And in that hot seat, I wasn't trying to say abortion. Like, I wasn't trying to tell I was trying to tell the story, but keep some things secret. Oh. And the very first thing she said was own it. And okay. I was just like, okay. And that's what some yeah. of us have to do. We have to own it, own the story, own the things that have happened. Right. And it was like, when she said own it, it was just like, phew, like, okay, I got this. 
Yeah. And just a few short words, she pulled back that veil so that you could own it, so that you could step yeah. forward. You could be able to step out from behind the mask mm -hmm. and be able to nice little pretty story. Because some of us want to tell that yeah. pretty story. Like you were just saying, you were chasing after, you know, got $20,000 mm -hmm. in credit mm -hmm. card debt because the outward appearance, yes. that veil, you wanted to look so yes. pretty that you were operating not only with your voice, but you're also operating financially. Exactly. Patrice will say wealth is the 12th century definition of the overall state mm -hmm. of well being. Mm -hmm. And hiding behind this beautiful veil that you've decorated with all these nice, pretty jewels that you went into debt yeah. for and say, so be able to pull it back. And this is my overall, my stomach is now healed. Yes. My soul is now healed. Like you said, you went still through that healing mm -hmm. journey to be able to get to a place to truly unveil and set other people free, yes. you know, with being able to, again, being able to abort those things in our life, whether it's physical, mental, spiritual, being able to abort those things so we can truly operate of who we were meant to be, created yes. to be. Exactly. And when you don't know who you are, those are the consequences when we when we right. don't heal when we don't face those things and the very first chapter in my book is called the genesis and i call it the genesis because shame just didn't enter my life when i had that abortion shame entered my life well before then but the procedure was like yeast to it it just made it bigger and so I go back to share exactly where shame entered into my life because we all have a genesis. And un until we journey back there, we're going to continue to be in the same cycles. And as long as the door is kept open, it's like a revolving door. You just keep passing through it, making that cycle each and every time until you go back and shut it on the things. But before you shut it, you're going to have to come face to face with it. So good. So good. Yes, because I talk about going back to our first many memories, mm -hmm. anything before the age of seven, really going back to being able to look, okay, why it's called inner child work. For those of you who have gone through therapy or counseling, being able to go back and be able to identify, yeah. you know, those first memories of why do I operate this way, whether it's with money or with other pieces of your life, where is that original, that thing that covered up who I was created to be? Because when God, you first breathed in, you know, God created to be this beautiful person, this yeah. beautiful seed that's supposed to be planted in this garden. He gave you a specific assignment, specific garden to tend in Genesis. Yeah. But then there's something that happened that started covering it up. So like you said, it didn't start Exactly. With that abortion, it started way, way before that. And for some of us, going way back is very hard, it is. but it's necessary. It is. And I'm at the point in my life where I have to heal because in Genesis 3, when Adam and Eve, when they sinned, they went and hid and made fig leaves, you know, uh, covered themselves with fig leaves. And it's like, I'm tired of covering myself with fig leaves. I want God to remove that and be able to cover me with his righteousness, right? And because in Genesis 3, they made, you know, they made their own coverings, but God was like, all you gave yourself was leaves. Let me give animal skin to cover you the best of the best. So even in your sin, God is still saying, I still want to give you the best. Let me cover that shame with righteousness. Let me stop you from doing it yourself. And so I'm at the point now where it's like, I'm tired of um, covering myself with my own fig leaves. 
That is so powerful because I've actually never thought of it like that. That even no matter what we have done, there God's still calling us to God him. Is still calling. And let me give you something. Yeah. Better. And the picture that I get is when you have a child and they know they've done something wrong and they run off and hide. And that's how shame causes us to do. It causes us to run off and hide like little children from God. And God walked through the garden calling for them and they were hiding. And God was like, I'm still, I'm still coming after you. Like I'm still calling your name. I'm still searching for you. And I still want to give you the best because that's what you deserve because you are mine. I created you in my image. So you don't have to do these things and be self-reliant and self-sufficient. Depend on, depend on me. So good. So powerful. Because, yeah, I mean, he, he's got so much better for yes. us. He already knew what we were going to exactly. do. He already knew what, what was going to happen. But it's being able to turn to him and use those things. Exactly. That happened to be able to share and break other people free. I've really been focusing on the shepherd and the mm-hmm. sheep. I was thinking about that this morning. <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, I, on my birthday, it was the one verse I kept saying was feed my mm-hmm. sheep, tend to my sheep, yeah. share for those that haven't pulled back that veil yet. They're still have the blinders on. They can't mm-hmm. see, they can't operate. Go feed them, go tend to them, go share your story because it's going to be able to unveil, pull it back, be able to see so they can also find God. They can also follow him. And again, you're going to break people free. Well, Latoya, I mean, this is mind blowing conversation and it is, it's going to set so many people free. So for releasing of your book, because this is going to be such a powerful story for not only the women have in their own hands, but to be able to buy extra copies and share with the women around them. So please tell us a little bit about that, where they can purchase pre-order or purchase their copy um, because they're going to have to have those in hand. Yes, you can um, go to my website, latoyamatthews.com. And there's a link there that says book, and it'll take you there to where you can pre-order. And you can also pre-order on Barnes and Noble. Um, I have it set up pre-order there as well. And so I'm I'm really excited because even as you were talking, just thinking about the shepherd and the sheep and how, you know, they take the oil to remove the insects like from their eyes and their ears, right? And so our story becomes the oil that removes the crust and things from those who need it, those who receive it in their hands, those who receive it in their hearts. And so our stories become that oil for other sheep. And so I am excited and because through this process, I've just learned so, so much. And one of the things that I wrote personally in my journal was because as a woman who's experienced abortion, we always abort things. We never hardly finish things because of the very thing that we have done. But I wrote in my journal that I am excited to complete the assignment that God has given me. But but most of all, I finished something. And finishing this book means more to me than any book sale. 
because it's something that I was able to accomplish in knowing and saying that I can do hard things. And so, yes, of course, book sales matter. But for me, it was finishing what God and being obedient to what God had asked me to do. So finishing something means more to me than anything. And I finished this book. (laughs) Yes, you did, ma'am. Yes, you did. And I love that you mentioned that because it's so important. It's so important. It's not about the physical product. It is. It's about completing the assignment. Our God-given assignment, that original bearing seed that God gifted you, that you unveiled. Thank you so much, LaToya. Again, this conversation has blessed me, and I know it has blessed so many others. LaToyaMatthews.com. Get your pre-order book and listen, because she has been on several other interviews, and I want you to dive in and listen to each and every word, because I know every conversation has been so rich. Thank you for tuning into this episode of Created to Give. We uncover who we were created to be with money. If you enjoy this episode, please subscribe, follow along, and give us a five-star review because I would love to hear back from you. If you would love to, join in also on our Created to Give newsletter where we dive deeper into each one of these episodes and share with you those action steps where you can implement God's Word into your money. Remember, you were created to multiply, you were created to manage your money, and you were created to give.